Hi there, it's Susan Bradley, and you are on the roadmap to 50K. You might know I am building a brand new store, I am doing it on Shopify, and I'm bringing you along for the ride. I'm actually bringing you behind the scenes with me and showing you how I do it. Now today, I have a special guest on the episode. I have the conversion coach from our inner circle. And let me tell you, she has some gold to share with you. So buckle up, let's head on in and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. So hey, welcome back everyone. I am so glad to have you here with me and really, uh, really kind of thrilled to have Tina as my guest on the podcast today. I have known Tina for a long time. She is a longtime Inner Circle member and most recently, I think two or three months ago, Tina, She became our conversion coach. And so uh, she actually is uh, doing a lot of heavy lifting in the inner circle right now, helping our members get more sales. So Tina, say hi to everyone. Tell everybody a little bit about what you do, uh, not just in your role as a coach uh, at the inner circle, but tell us about your shop and, and what you do. So hi guys, I'm Tina and as Susan said, I'm the conversion coach in the group, which is one of my many jobs that I love doing. Uh, I love everything e-commerce and I actually have two Shopify sites of my own that I've grown through everything I've learned being in the inner circle over the years. So that's really exciting. One of them is a fair trade store called Fair Tribe, and the other one is a baby and kids product store called Wild Dill. And I also do consulting for e-commerce entrepreneurs. So I help people set up their Shopify sites or do things similar to what I do as a conversion coach, but just more on an ongoing basis with people that are not in this group. So really, I just love everything e-commerce, and that's what I spend my days doing. I love it that you can uh, actually make a full-time living just doing stuff you love. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a long road. I started a long time ago with it as my side hustle, as many people do. And I was lucky enough this year to be able to switch over to make it my full-time job. And having all these different revenue streams helps a lot. But it's really fun. Everything stacks on top of itself to bring success, which is very much what we do with Conversion School. So, Yeah, for sure. So listen, guys, when, when you are an Inner Circle member, this is what happens. You come into the Inner Circle and you have your own classroom. And in there, you will have a module on traffic. It's called Traffic Bootcamp. And that's where you learn all the free and paid strategies to get traffic to your site. And when you come in, we kind of give you this assessment so you know if you're in the traffic stage. And for us, uh, you are in the traffic stage if you're getting fewer than 3,000 web visitors a month. And when you can confidently get uh, 3,000 web visitors a month, we move you or you move yourself into the conversion stage. And that's where we focus hard on getting uh, the most sales we can from the traffic that we have 
We want to make sure everything is working really well in our stores with our messaging, with our like all the user experience. And we do that so that when we have it down down pat and it's really solid, then you can scale your business and really, you know, pile on more traffic and get more sales. And then we also have uh, a unit called uh, the marketing playbook, the inner circle playbook. And that's where we have all sorts of events because I know from experience that stores that uh, plan events and keep connected with their audience and keep it exciting and keep giving people reasons to buy, those stores have a lot of long-term success and they just grow a lot faster than people who are just basically going out and looking for more people all the time. And so in the inner circle, we have this training and you can work on it. But what I know, and I'm going to tell this little story, is that way back in the day when I was growing my first e-commerce store, I also was buying courses. And uh, and some of them were good and some of them were not good. But what what I found disappointing overwhelmingly with all of them was that once you bought the course – that you're on your own, man. <laughs> so there is, you know, you could maybe email a question, maybe get a something in a Facebook group, but you really weren't able to, um, you know, just get a little extra help to solve a problem or, or apply the strategy to your business. And so it's been uh, something for a long time that I have wanted to bring to the inner circle. It is hugely popular this year for us that we have a coach for each section. We have a traffic coach, a conversion coach, and a marketing coach. And those are all Shopify uh, store owners. Oh, now they're finally all Shopify store owners. We had that rogue coach, Tanya, who is on WordPress, but you just moved her over to Shopify. That's right. We just launched last week. And so that was really exciting for both of us. And We've got some other Shopify experts in the group helping out. So, oh, great. Yeah. Good stuff. So all our coaches are e-commerce store owners. They are all on Shopify now, and uh, they all know the program inside and out. They are all long, long-time members, and so they're really equipped to help our members out as they come on board. So you are a conversion coach. And you're also a coach uh, for fast track coaching. And can you tell everybody a little bit about fast track coaching, what you do? Sure. So fast track coaching is when you join the inner circle, uh, you might get a call with me. I think they're, you're randomly assigned to a coach or maybe it's based on time zone, something like that. And so in the fast track meeting, what I do is we talk about what you want to have happen in the next 90 days or sometimes a little longer, but usually 90 days. So uh, you know, then we talk about, are you in the traffic stage? I ask questions about how much traffic you're currently getting, or are you in the conversion stage? And then based on what your goals are, which could be goals around sales, it could be reaching your 3000 web visitors a month, or it could be, you want to grow your email list. The goals can really be a range of different things. Then we talk about what you're doing now and what strategies uh, would work for you and where you can go in the classroom to start because the classroom has so much content. It's helpful to have someone say, okay, you need to start with this lesson and work from there to achieve your goal. Oh, so perfect. that's how I look at it. Yeah. And so lucky you get to meet uh, new members as they're coming in because they're booking calls with you. And I have to say, Tina, I have seen some uh, longtime members sneak in a fast 
track coaching call too yes. with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't know what it is, but that's all right. Those are good calls too. And the other thing I try to do, especially on the fast track calls is uh, because I do know so many of the members and now I meet a lot of the new members is I try to make connections within the group. So I'll say, oh, you should really meet this person because they do something similar to you or in, they're in the same stage. And I think you guys would be great to run a giveaway together or to cross promote yeah. each other's stores, or you should buy wholesale from them because they sell an amazing product that you need in your store. And so that's been really fun to sort of play matchmaker as a coach as well. And I've seen some great friendships develop in the inner circle that way. Oh, so cool. I have seen you do that. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I've seen you introduce people uh, to each other in the group and tell them to connect. Mm -hmm. That is like kind of the icing on the cake, isn't it? If somebody gets to talk to you and you can hook them up with someone who they can work with on a collaboration. And I feel like it's something that it's sort of because that's what's been really beneficial for me as a member is you know, now I'm friends with the fellow coaches. I'm friends with Isabella, who j- you just had on a live. Yeah. And I've made all these connections through the group. So I sort of want to pass on that experience to other people. Oh, so nice. So I'm actually at Sock Doggo. So let's be honest here. I'm at the conversion stage and really kind of newly at the conversion stage. I'm just now getting pretty solid uh, with 3,000 web visitors a month. And if I take my eye off the ball, I will slip below. And so I'm guessing that when most people book a call with you, is it when they are newly in that conversion stage? Yeah, I think they're newly in the conversion stage. And they sort of don't, they're not sure what the next step is. Step is. Yeah. Even though they're working conversion school. So, so tell me when somebody books a call with you, how does that go? What happens? Yeah. <laughs> sure. So in the beginning, it's very similar to the fast track calls. It's what do you want to have happen? What's your goal? And so then we sort of work backwards from there. And then a lot of times they, they come in with one specific question. So um, I don't know how to find my returning visitor rate in Google Analytics. Or there's something that they got stuck on that was confusing for them. Um, and so then we'll go into that, but even before I do that part, I usually spend five minutes having them tell me about their business, where they are, why they think they're in the conversion stage. And then I verify that because sometimes they really are, like you said, at the cusp and maybe they're still really in the traffic phase and I feel like they need more traffic before they can move on. So it's just a little bit of analysis that happens. And then I would say the... After we go through those things, the second part of the call is diving into Google Analytics. And so I have them go to different sections of Google Analytics, one to confirm things that they've told me, because a lot of times I find, as I think you know, there's assumptions about your business, and you don't know until you look at it, at the Google Analytics reporting, and really see. So um, I spend a lot of time there. Uh, and then usually we find some good insights that then inform what their next steps are. And totally. Then, yeah. And then yeah. after the call, I'll send a recap with, you know, here's the 
one or two things I think you should work on. These are your next steps. Maybe it's watch a video. Maybe it's just follow through with these things. And then I send a link to our recording so they can always go back and reference it. Oh, that's perfect. So they're going back because I know uh, each of our coaches has a Zoom account. So you send them the link. So even though it might be overwhelming, an overwhelming amount of information on the call, they can go back and piece by piece work through it. Yeah. And I'm guessing that people book calls with you like every couple of months or like they will come back and yeah, follow I think up. I'm now at the cycle where I have a couple of repeat calls and I expect September I'll have a lot more. I'm guessing yeah. June people will be ready now for their follow-up calls. Yeah. What would you say when you look at uh, now you've, uh, I think since you've been a coach, you've done more than 50 calls. So uh, you have seen up a lot of skirts, as I, I always <laughs> say, I've seen up a lot of skirts in this business. What would you say is the number one thing that people miss when, when they're looking to increase their conversion? Yeah. So the one place that I like to look is I like to go straight to Google Analytics and look at conversion rate, not by device, not overall, but by source. Because then I can see how your email flows are performing, or if you're sending weekly emails. If you are, those should really be at the highest level of conversion rate. If they're not, then we know, okay, we need to work on email. What's going on there? Do you not have abandoned parts and emails in place? Do you not have automated flows? Then that's where you start. Yeah. If those look good. Then we look at social sources because that's usually the highest traffic sources. How are your Facebook ads doing? Even if you're running, uh, you know, traffic bootcamp style ads, you still should have some level of conversion rate. That makes sense. And are you running retargeting ads? Because that might be your next best step. If you're running, getting the right kind of traffic, you should be running retargeting ads. Um, And then sometimes there's other sources that are, Uh, sort of unexpected, but do really well. Maybe you've been featured on a blog or maybe you had some kind of media shout out or something like that. And so then we'll look at, okay, what could you do that's more of that? Because that's very successful for you. And I think uh, just looking at it at that more granular level is very telling about how someone's doing and where they can improve in conversion. Yeah, because nobody has time to do all the things. And so I think what you're saying is you're uh, really looking at uh, what's working in their business and giving them strategies to do more of that. And all of this training, like for everything that you talked about there, I know that's all in conversion school. So you're really just saying, hey, here's where you get the quickest lift by go do go do this first. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is when you ask people or you tell people do more of what's working, but when I say something like that, they say, but I don't know what's working. And so that's mm. where we identify what's working. So, okay, your Facebook ads are working. What can we do differently there to ramp that up? Or we know your email is working. Maybe you need to be sending more email or maybe you need to be sending more targeted email or maybe you need to grow your list. So there's yeah. a lot of different pieces within the big bucket of what's working. And then yeah. to what are some strategies that can work there. And because it's all recorded and you're diving, you're digging through their Google Analytics, they actually can go back and check that, check those numbers and see mm-hmm. if they're, you know, really track their progress on those uh, metrics to see if d- their efforts are working. 
Yeah. Another cool. thing I do in Google Analytics is we'll look at the same, say we'll look at a 90-day time frame, but I'll have them sort different ways. So sort by your highest traffic source. Now let's sort by your conversion rate. Let's sort by your number of orders and see how the information changes based on the sort. And that's really interesting because you can get a lot of insights that way that you don't get just by looking at your Shopify results, your dashboard. On no, you really need to hook up your Google Analytics for sure. Yeah. I could spend all day in there just clicking around. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's a good time waster for me. <laughs> and the other one that I find is really helpful, which I don't know if we have a unit, if you have a unit on it, but is looking at the audience. So if you look at your traffic by male, female breakout, and also age group, so a lot of times I find when it comes to Facebook ads, uh, people are running age groups that are really large. But if you look at which age group is actually converting, so I had a call yesterday where we found this. We looked, I think she was targeting women um, 35 to 65, which is pretty common. Yeah. But when we looked at her conversions, all her conversions were 45 to 55. So, ah. so why don't we just try narrowing the band of age on your Facebook ads and not change anything else, but I think you'll be reaching more people who are likely to convert. Who are the right people. Who are the right oh. people. Because younger people might love your product, but it's a little bit higher end and they probably don't have the money to spend on it. Oh, so, super cool. You know, so just little, it's minor adjustments that would just, like you said, test one thing at a time. And we use Google Analytics to find what those little things are that we can play around with. Oh, I love that. So smart. And the other thing that, Tina, I have to tell you that you say that I think is so smart, because I've heard you say this time and time again, you know, we just went through conversion bootcamp uh, together. And uh, it's that you need to pick up your phone and you need to go through your checkout process yeah. <laughs> more than once a year. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, say you're in Canada, you should have someone in the U.S. do it. So feel free to ask a friend in the group. And I see people are really good about that. Yeah. I'm in the U.S., but I sell to the U.K. Can you check that my currency converter works? Can you check that I now everybody's installing things like Afterpay and Sizzle? Yeah. Can you check that it didn't break my checkout when we added all that code? You know, those anytime you install a new app, upsell apps, those types of things are very likely to cause problems at your checkout. So always check your user experience after you make any significant changes like that. Okay. I think that's super smart because I think we all get busy and we just assume it's working. Yeah. We don't, uh, you know, we don't... Uh, go through the process and make sure. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I think that we need to do more often is see how that looks on the phone. Because yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we sit in front of these big screens and that's not what, that's not real. Yeah. And there's some common ones, which I can mention now. To people yeah. So one is when you have your theme set up, um, you know, you change your colors to match your branding. Well, I've seen a couple of times where people accidentally change the colors that are the links in their checkout. And all of a sudden, their links in checkout are barely readable on a phone because it's some light gray font or yellow or something. And then it's hard to check out. There's nothing actually wrong with it. Just you chose the wrong color. Or if you run a pop-up, sometimes your pop-up is covering up the checkout screen. 
Um, so I've seen that happen before. So then you just need to make sure your pop-up is not triggering on checkout. Or if you have one of those, um, yeah, upsell apps, sometimes will cover up the checkout if it's something that triggers them. So it's just small minor things, but if you're losing a lot of sales, probably there's something technical like that going on. Mm, okay. So those are all things that are on your radar all the time, because this is really what you're doing for the better part of your day. And yeah. you have your own stores. So you're on it as a merchant, not only as a coach. Yeah, so exactly. So once I look at some, when I start a coaching call, usually while they're telling me about the brand story, I'm going through the site quickly and making sure there's no red flags. So I'm sort of multitasking. But it works really well because then if I have a question, I can just say, hey, why is this here? And then a lot of times, oh, that's on my list to change or uh, on my list. <laughs> a lot of things that are on the list that they know about, but it's not really fun work to do. So if it's, you know, I feel like they're really lucky if you they get you because you're also so technical that you could probably just do it with them while you're on the call half the time. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess, uh, so I guess if you were thinking about somebody who is at the conversion stage or like me, just sort of at the conversion stage, what would your, uh, like, what would your top tips be? Like if I, cause you know, there's so many things, what would you say, uh, to focus on? Yeah. So I would say, I always tell people to start in the classroom with email. So make sure you have your abandoned cart flows. If you have Clavio, your browse abandonment, make sure that's triggering. And then just have a, a simple welcome flow, you know, maybe three emails in the welcome flow. Uh, and because time and time again, the highest converting is email. So yeah. you have all those automations in place. That was such a game changer for my stores once I actually sat down and set those up. So that's the best place to start. So start with email. Anything start else you can email. think of? Uh, yeah, the other one I would say is retargeting ads. So I think a lot of people are really good at traffic boot camp or they're really comfortable running the same ads that they usually run. So start with retargeting. Make sure you create your lookalike audiences. And the other one is when you have an ad that's performing really well and actually getting you conversions, and I think I talked about this on one of our calls, but if you add the add to cart column to your report and you see that you're getting add to carts, don't be afraid to increase the budget. Because that's one that really surprised me when I became a coach is that people said to me, well, I've always only had a dollar a day because that's how we do traffic bootcamp. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, but that's <laughs> the learning phase. You're limiting what Facebook can do if you don't make more budget. So if you have an ad that performs really well, don't be afraid to make it a $5 a day. Right. Money but you don't money. do it all at once, right? You have you to kind of step it. Up. Once. You do it gradually. Yeah. But I think that's a big one. And then also with uh, retargeting ads, you can't run those at a dollar a day because no. you don't have enough juice to work. Yeah. So sometimes I'll refer them to Melanie for more detail on that if I see that it becomes a Facebook uh, ad thing. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think those are big ones is, you know, as you get success, set aside a little money to keep reinvesting and don't be afraid to reinvest that in bigger yeah. It's better to have one, in my opinion, it's better to have one really good performing ad at $10 a day 
than to have 10 mediocre ads at a dollar a day. Agree. Totally agree. And it's really hard. I mean, when we first set up Traffic Bootcamp, we used a dollar a day for three ad sets. But I think it's getting harder and harder to get a decent reach at that budget. And so you're right. Don't be afraid. That's just a test. That's so that you don't spend all the money on uh, like the, a giant flop. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a lot of the calls too, which is kind of nice for me. It's people will want that permission to hear yes it's okay to try something it's yeah okay to add a few more dollars to your ads it's okay to add more emails to your welcome flow you know yeah like, or it's okay to stop doing something that too exactly mm-hmm. for sure yeah. like I had to give myself permission to stop Instagram it just wasn't working for me I tried and tried and I just eventually realized my audience isn't there so why am I forcing myself to do it I'm on it when my audience is on Facebook. Yeah. When you could double down on something that you can actually generate a result from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's really interesting. So at Sock Doggo, we do get some sales from Instagram, but proportionately for the time that is invested in Instagram, I don't think we get the, the same results that we get as, you know, that we do on Facebook. And certainly we don't get the same results that we get in email. But I think somehow we talk ourselves into that I have to be there. And if I'm not there, I'm failing. Yeah. I'm, and it's this little voice in our head that's, meh, meh, you know, you are doing it wrong. You're not good enough. You've got to figure this out. But really, the real goal is to create a business that pays you well. That's what most of us have a goal. And it, there are so many ways to get there, right? We all don't have to be a hashtag queen or, <laughs> or a Pinterest queen <laughs> or a Google ads queen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, and if, if you understand your customer and after a while, you know, okay, this is where they hang out, then just do more of that. If they're on Facebook, maybe create a group for your customers. If they're on Instagram, then yeah, go down the hashtag path and figure out, yeah. play around with creative and all the things that Instagram people love to do. You know, so, yeah, yeah, they do. It, Susan Bradley's just like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But we have so many people in the inner circle who are genius at it. So good thing. Good thing. So you get to meet a lot of members. So as a group, what would you say about our members? Oh, they're all amazing. They're so fun. The nicest people, um, you know, very creative, so creative. And um, I think, you know, everybody in the group really wants to succeed. And sometimes they're a little bit too hard on themselves. Mm. So, you know, really, everybody's learning. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. So I would say, you know, everybody just needs to tell themselves once in a while that they're doing a good job. Because you're okay. You know, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Uh, You know, I've got to spend a lot of time with you in the last few weeks because we uh, did our boot camp together, which was super fun uh, to walk all our members through our conversion boot camp week by week. And uh, and that was a a great experience. But I just wanted to let you know that we actually people submit reviews uh, for their. Yeah. And. Every one of your reviews is a 10 out of 10. And I thought I should, uh, I want to read a couple of them to you. 
Here's one that says uh, she was ready and prepared and she took the time beforehand to analyze and learn about our business. So yay you. And here's another one. Probably you'll love this one, Tina. Probably my best coaching session to date. Very practical analysis and suggestions. Very thoughtful and knowledgeable with her responses. I'm super happy. Pretty amazing, huh? So I want to thank you. Thank you for being uh, so helpful in our group. Thank you for being a longtime member. Like you're really a leader in our community. And so we're so lucky to have you. And now our members are so lucky to have you. And what I love is that they get to tap into um, to your genius and all your experience at a rate that is really affordable for them. Like it's really like the cost of a, a, an extra large pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in e-commerce, it's very rare to find this type of service where, yeah, you can have one or two questions. You can just ask someone, hey, am I on the right track? What should I do next? And not have it be a big, scary investment, overwhelming, and you're not going to have someone, you know, speaking tech yeah. <laughs> yeah, or trying to sell you a thousand dollar course or right. yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's not a big time commitment and you just check something off your list yeah. and you move on to where you need to be. So yeah. So grateful. Good service. Yeah, thank you very much. So do you want to leave uh, our listeners with anything? Is there anything you want to tell them? Like a fourth quarter's coming? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here with the COVID madness fourth quarter started earlier. It did. Thing I have been telling everyone to plan way earlier than you normally would. And that's from all directions. So that's buying your inventory. That's making sure you have your packing supplies ready. You don't want to run up short and not have uh, boxes or packing tape. You know, there's a lot of supply chain issues to think about. And um, yeah, if you have the time now, create all those holiday promotions and emails so you're not stressed doing it later. Just have them pre-scheduled or ready to go to send out as you get closer. Yeah, or bare minimum on your calendar. (laughs) If you're me. (laughs) At least know what you're doing. Because if you have to think about something at the last minute, it's probably not going to happen. Right. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us. I will see you uh, back in the inner circle. I can't wait to see what you're up to. And I'm excited to see, you know, a year from now, just how many coaching calls can we send to Tina? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, that's it. If you are an inner circle member and you haven't yet, uh, booked a coaching call, you really should. It is worth the time you'll spend. It is worth every penny. And you might just learn that one thing that earns you hundreds of dollars that week. So totally worth it. Thanks again, Tina. I'll see you soon. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K, and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. 
And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.